This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Want entertainment designed just for you? Then check out customizable streaming TV from Xfinity. It makes your life simple, easy, awesome. Xfinity gives you customizable streaming TV options. Enjoy the most free shows anywhere on any device and even access your streaming apps right on your TV with X1. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today to learn more. Restrictions apply. Hey, welcome to Suicide Buddies. Before we get started with this episode, just want to say real quick, we joke around about suicide a lot on this show, and the reason we do that is because we're comfortable with it because we've thought about it a lot, not because it's something that we actually take lightly. We want you to take care of yourselves and stay with us here on Earth. So if you are feeling depressed and contemplating suicide or close to suicide, please, please call 1-800-273-TALK. They're amazing. They will talk you through it. Seven days a week, 24 hours a day, they're there. Please, you have other options. You are loved, I promise you. Now, on with the show. I'm fun. Flipping that uh, mic around, you seem like taking back Sunday. Yeah, dude. Podcasting back Sunday. <laughs> pretty cool. Taking back TGIF Fridays. <laughs> there it is. Yeah, taking back Ruby Tuesdays. <laughs> Your lips are as cold as potato, bacon, <laughs> fingers, and chicken tenders. <laughs> I'm going to the salad bar, <laughs> and I won't ever leave. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I just saw them and they were he's so much bigger now. Like totally, dude. He's like muscular. Yes. He's huge. Yeah. That, so weird. What is that about public figures like getting big? It happened to Chappelle. Dude, they like I go away for a Chappelle while. At the Burbank airport when I flew in. Damn. He was really? just walking around and I swear to God he looked so depressed. Really? Yeah, and he was what just kind of wa- he was just kind of wandering around, and I w- had to be there for a little bit. But he was just wandering around. I was like, "What the fuck, man? Why is he just wandering around looking sad?" <laughs> He's probably uh, looking for material. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, Burbank is different. Burbank's crazy. You're flying to the Burbank airport. <laughs> Uh, he's trying. He's flying to LAX. He's but dude, that's so fucking funny. Like how hack airplane material is, but to be so method, it's like no. Chappelle hangs out at the airport, dude, to really just learn and and take it in. He wants to do airport material. He wants to find a way to make airports new. <laughs> yeah, man. About but he said but he never gets on a plane. He's like so he's like how about that airport food? And you're like wait airport, <laughs> not airport. Not, food. Yeah, the peanuts at the airport. 
Not the plane, the pork. <laughs> this, Honestly, it's about the same killing? at this point. Oh, is it? Like, when was the last time you had a fancy meal on an airplane? I was a kid. It was like, Did they have fancy meals on airplanes? Yeah, like with plates and like silverware. Like Whoa. actual silverware. I don't even remember that. Yeah, that was like the early days. I mean, I think you must have been flying a lot as a kid. Yeah, but I don't remember stuff. <laughs> so. Yo, I forgot you're the Manchurian candidate. Yeah. Manchurian candidate, baby boss. You know, I don't even know what the Manchurian candidate is because I don't really remember stuff. <laughs> so, yeah, this isn't remember buddies. If I remembered more stuff, I probably wouldn't want to fucking kill myself, Dude, that man. completely reminds me. Guys, this is Suicide Bites. Oh, yeah, shit. This is a mental health podcast. Oh, my God. It's also a comedy podcast. Whoa! I hope. And uh, it's about uh, depression, suicidal thoughts. Uh, we try and help a little bit. And we also talk about suicide in history. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Dave Ross. <laughs> oh, shit. Fuck, I meant to say that at top. God damn it. No, it's okay. I hate myself. Just say your name, man. It's all right. No, what's the point, man? It's Hampton Yunt. Yeah, I feel better now. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. I'm back. I'm back. At Hampton Yunt on Twitter. I'm, of course, <laughs> at Dave to the Ross on Twitter. But you all knew that. Hey, Aristotle, do you want people to follow you on Twitter? At Aristakos on Twitter. Hell yeah. Venmo him. <laughs> Just fucking give him some money. Also, all those handles are the same on Instagram, so you can follow us there, too. Hey, hey follow us. <laughs> Uh, my most recent notification on Twitter, I just opened the app, and it said, Hampton Yunt liked a tweet from Oscar the Grouch. Yeah. <laughs> that was really fun. He it was, was so funny. Dude, he was very good today on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes Oscar the Grouch is the funniest comedian on Twitter. He had a good Twitter yeah, day. It's he wrote, true. He wrote, I, lo- <laughs> what did go- I, love, I love trash. I love trash. <laughs> no, I liked it. Absolutely. Right away. I mean, that's so on brand. Totally, man. man. To just know, to be so self-aware yeah. as a person who lives in a trash can. Yeah, so I just sub-captioned it with, I love you too. Did you really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm trash. That's great. That's great. Hey, that's me being on brand too. <laughs> me, and, me and, here's the thing, me and Oscar the Grouch are trying to get in the studio to collab. Oh, shit, We're okay. very, like, similar with the ways we address, like, you know, hip-hop, but also, like, <laughs> the letters of the alphabet. <laughs> like, like you know, shut like, up! How <laughs> 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 <I> dare you? <laughs> okay, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm hearing you. I'm hearing you. So you, you're gonna attack the alphabet with us? Yeah, gonna we're putting all of the letters back in the N word. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> our hip hop's gonna be fucking insane. Uh, our, our new N word is like 16 letters uh, long. Whoa, man. <laughs> We're going to redefine hip hop. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> That's literally crazy. That's really but Jim crazy, man. Gave the okay with a skeletal hand through the grave. You've been listening to that new Eminem album? Actually, I was, dude. I loved it. I was listening it's good, yeah. to it over the uh, weekend yeah. while doing the shows, and it was nice pump-up music. I had been I had been listening to much hip hop for a, a long while, and so I missed mm-hmm. His last album, I've missed a lot of things in hip-hop, and so I'm now finding out that everyone thought it sucked and stuff, so I was like listening to this new one, and uh, I was like, what is there? why is he so mad? Why would, did everyone think it sucked? And I went and listened. I don't suck! You suck! <laughs> suck my dick! Run the fuck! 
I went and listened to Revival, and it sucks. Uh, it's crazy how I bad it is. It's so funny to make like, a comeback album, like Kamikaze. I'm taking names this time. But then you end with <laughs> Venom. Like, <laughs> From Venom, motion movie picture Venom track. Yeah. Oh, by the way, this is sponsored by Sony. <laughs> you don't know about Haley. Sony. <laughs> Dude. Donald Trump. Suck my dick. It's Forrest funny, Gump. too. I, it really made me, because I was talking to someone about how how fun oh troy walker who's a really funny comic he was saying before i listened to it he was like you got to hear it man because it's so insane that he's still mad like (laughs) he's just like what is he mad about but then you listen to revival and he's not really mad and it's like maybe eminem's entire creative energy just comes from being angry the only (laughs) time he's sentimental is when he thinks about his friend proof uh-huh. Like he'll be like, I want to murder that bitch and change so off her tits, <laughs> and then he'll be like, but proof, now you're gone and nothing's right. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like you're in heaven and I know you're throwing dice. It's like <laughs> there are a, the, there are a few songs on That's the album the too. I just listened to it. There are a few songs that are just literally like, shit, man, maybe I'm bad at relationships. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, and that's funny. I think he said that publicly a couple times. Yeah. And I think he just now knows. He's like, yeah, I have like I date and whatever. I can't help but get in relationships. But I fully acknowledge I am a terrible person to <laughs> yeah. date. And it's not like I'm like beating them, but I'm just like, I, I'm like a robot, you know? Right. I think that's his thing is like he really is just like a cipher about like, wordplay and shit and like he's maybe you know i don't know dude like not not that warm with people or something sure yeah yeah he very well maybe on the spectrum especially judging by how like upset he still is by like everyone's commentary on him or when anyone touches his ears (laughs) right (laughs) yeah or like when the math isn't right or whatever yeah (laughs) he flips out (laughs) turn my headphones up not that far up i'll kill you Dr. Dre, I thought you were a real doctor. (laughs) (laughs) Not that far up. That's going to be the name of his next album. Well, it's like he keeps making tracks that are like meant for like video games and shit. Like every (laughs) every album, like he made one for like Frontline or something, Battlefield, you know, uh, like (laughs) it's just like, I I mean, it's okay. I don't know. For a while, it seemed like he was kind of meandering with all like the Rihanna tracks that would come out. Everything was always featuring Rihanna. Yeah. If it did well or became a hit. I, I, I don't, again, I like dipped out of hip hop for a few years. I don't know much about that. But, but. I, I've been saying like one of the best, like just, I mean, like literally one of the most lyrically fast uh, hip hop songs ever is Eminem doing Rap God. Which oh, Rap God's incredible. Years. It's incredible. And it's like <laughs> some of the most like condensed, insane wordplay going on. And it's like, he truly is just like good at that. So yeah. if you like that, it's almost like, the way Metallica approached, you know, heavy metal, it's almost like classical music. It's very right. like structured. Yeah. And I think he's very technical. That he's like the Metallica almost of like hip hop. Yeah, his wordplay at this point, I went through and like read some of the lyrics on the new record and it, some of the wordplay is like almost it's almost um I don't want to say unnecessary, but it's almost like so so intensely such intensely good wordplay that you there's no way you could pick it up without reading it on a page <laughs> yeah it's just like my favorite, this guy's crazy my favorite <laughs> lyric he's ever done is uh, my name is kid <laughs> yeah, yeah, kid yeah. rock 
Yeah, it's totally. like, dude, he's what? You're Kid Rock now? You're I know, that's man. Insane. He redefined Detroit hip hop. Yeah, man. I, d- dude, you you are speaking my language. <laughs> The language of the streets. Yeah, I liked him best when he was Everlast. (laughs) (laughs) Were they the ones that did, did you ever wonder what it's like? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, he did, fuck, what was... Do you ever wonder what it's like? I always feel like they're singing at a barbecue. Well, you know that he was the guy from House of Pain, right? And then he like came, turned into like an acoustic guy in the 90s. But still had a whole hip hop persona, so he and Eminem had a beef. <laughs> he was acoustic hip hop, like slam poetry. Almost no, the songs you've heard, the song oh, okay. that you just sang. He was like an acoustic rock musician. Oh, acoustic. I'm sorry, um, I don't know why I was thinking that. But he still music. acted in person. He had this hip hop persona, is what I'm saying. Yeah, and that's why he, as an acoustic rock musician, had a beef with Eminem. I always thought that was so funny. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was so funny, man. <laughs> well, like. The initial beefs with Eminem, one of them was like, <laughs> shit, with Christina Aguilera. <laughs> totally. <laughs> it's just like, you're picking on Christina Aguilera. Dude, shit, and like... Moby, that one was really funny. And uh, it kind of happened again with this new album, because now he, he called out Machine Gun Kelly oh, yeah. for like talking about his daughter, Haley, when she was 16, which you are kind of like as a dad, like, hey, shut the fuck up. But it's like, is that really worth being like... I, I don't know, like you're a pederast or something. There seems to be so much beefing in hip-hop that I am at a point where I'm like, I think this is just part of it. Oh, I think yeah, they, I don't. I don't think they mean any of it, Yeah, ever. one of the funniest fucking interviews I saw recently <laughs> was J. Cole, J. Cole talking uh-huh. with Lil Pump because uh-huh. they had like a back and forth. Uh-huh. And J. Cole is like this super smart intellectual dude. Right. Like he's, I, I think could have been almost like a pro basketball player at some point, but he definitely played college ball and shit. So like, he's very like multifaceted. Uh-huh. And then like Lil Pump is like, <laughs> he's cool an idiot. Creative. Yeah. He's like, it's, I don't know. man. <laughs> yeah. He's got syrup for brain. Like literally yeah. when he sneezes, like s- lean comes out. Like, yeah. So he's like syruped out of his fucking board. <laughs> and, um, they kind of had a back and forth thing, which started with just Lil Pump being like, he made a song just like, fuck J. Cole, fuck J. Cole. Right. <laughs> just like a loop of fuck J. Cole. Yeah. And like J. Cole was like, oh, what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, what is happening? And so, I don't know, J. Cole was always trying to be the bigger man. He yeah. sits him down for this interview, and it's really like him trying so hard to be like, see, because like, I know deep down, you're very smart. And then Lil Pump's like, Yes, got I'm fucking smart. Oh my god! I'm making all these racks, racks, <laughs> and like it's just he's trying so hard, and it's like for an hour. And I think at the very end, little pump kind of sobers up a little bit enough to kind of just be like, "Yeah, people's perception of me is bullshit." As <laughs> I like, okay, and then you make a party record with DJ Khaled. <laughs> it's like so right, it's not really. I love that hip hop's so vast at this point. Dude, I will say this about rap beefs, though. I mean, I literally was just saying that they're all part of it and part of the, like, I don't know, uh, theater of it. But I I did, Troy Walker, we were talking about this. He played that song Ether by Nas for me, which I had never actually heard, which was the, like, his huge Jay-Z Diss rap. Have Dude, you heard that it? song also calls you out. I know. And Aristotle. I was sad. <laughs> I was sad when I listened to it. I'm still sad now. 
Um, that song is crazy. That song is really? like, dude, have you heard it? I never it's got like, into Nas because it's like, and I barely mm-hmm. liked Eminem. I mean, it's like, really, hip hop without the hooks was really hard for a long really? time. Really, it was just so dense. <coughs> I there were some hooks. I yeah, I know what you mean. It was less catchy. Yeah. I always like Nas a lot. Anyway, that song is so mean, and he definitely <laughs> hates Jay-Z. And apparently there's an interview where Jay-Z was listening to it and like on the radio, and they're like, what do you think? And he was like, it's like really uh, profane. <laughs> Jay-Z. Uh, yeah, he like couldn't handle it. Yeah, um, some things are you know best left unsaid, and you know God's yeah. watching all of us. God's watching? <laughs> Well, Hampton, Jehovah. I'm glad that we're here hosting hip hop buddies together. <laughs> um, you know, you never know what's going to happen on Suicide Buddies, our <laughs> podcast together. <laughs> Hampton, That's you know what we true. need to fucking talk about real quick, though. What? What? Actually, we have a couple things we got to talk about before we get to the history shit. Um, your album recording, dude. <laughs> How'd it go, bro? Dude, it was. So goddamn sick, dude. Oh, God. Woo! Oh, it was fucking sick. My oh, eyes Chicago. feel like they're going to bleed. Chicago. That's Green cla- Day. classic rock. Oh, fuck, it is. That was definitely Green Day. <laughs> How's the back uh, on the amp there? Is that... Is that rigged too loud? Can I bring that down? Oh, man, I'm going to have to bring that down every time I do that bit. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be a crazy bit. Um, Hampton had a guitar. That wasn't a thing we played. Uh, I got so Did you say that that was originally a Chicago riff? Yeah, the band Chicago. That's uh, not an original Green Day riff? <laughs> I literally am at, you're laughing at me, but I mean that. I'm no. not kidding. Actually, a lot of shit that Green Day has played has been like shit already done wow. by other people. Like note for note, they stole that? But that's the thing is like... that's y- Is not, that a yes or no? They stole that note for note? There's no... <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't know it enough to, to give a clear answer on that. Oh, okay. Uh, but what I would say is that's only like, I think, five chords. Uh-huh. And so it is the same. Really? Yeah, I mean. It's fucking insane. But there's only so many things you can play that are like chords. That's true, but. Especially in, say, like what, how music often works is kind of like in a four beat kind of rhythm and stuff. So a lot of pop songs are, you know, these songs that keep coming back. It's just this repetition. No, I understand that phenomenon, but that's like pretty glaring. <laughs> I mean, that's like the, that's the only thing they play in that whole song. No, th- no, no. Uh, Chicago also does a part where they go, because there are a lot of horns. Well, sure, too. they also didn't steal it. I mean, in the Green Day song. <laughs> no, I think they like Carlos Mencia stole it. Oh, I see. I mean, that's what it seems like. Fuck, I just didn't know that, man. Jacques. You know what else they stole? Hating America from me. <laughs> oh, yeah. How'd your fucking album recording go? Oh, uh, dude. I hate America <laughs> so much. It was great. <laughs> nice, dude. Dude, it was so sick. Um, and everybody who came out who listens to Suicide Buddies, that was incredible. Like, it was so amazing. Like, a ton of people came out. Saturday show was sold out. Friday was almost sold out. But, like, it was just so cool. And, like, everybody, like, was so 
like into it and like free, you know, like it was very like, there's a bunch of moments that I might just add in that were like live in the cut, you know, in the take, but like, that's great. The difference is so interesting to me because I tried to record an album in DC uh-huh. and I did four shows out there and it was so impossible to like attract people to come out enough. Like each show was maybe like 20 people, wow. you know, and this doing it in Chicago was like two shows you know, still a small venue, but you're like real and like the ability to promote it with this podcast and like yeah. have people actually show up. Like the club was like, we told you like we expected like low sales and like we are like really impressed. And they were like, look at all these emails from people who like, like said that they are coming because of the podcast. Wow. Yeah. That's so incredible, crazy. man. Yeah, yeah. You were saying you met a bunch of listeners, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 I'd people see, like, wearing feeling shirts. Yeah, a bunch of people wearing feeling shirts. But then, like, also a bunch of people who were just like, I mean, like, some of the people I talked to the longest weren't, you know, wearing the shirts, but like, they had like really interesting stories to tell. And like, I'm just really appreciative of like everyone who came out. And like, I'm so glad it went so well. Wow. Congratulations, man. That's great. Thanks, dude. Guys, look for it to come out soon. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for promoting it, man. Dude, of course. So I, I'm ready to fucking move on to other things. Yeah, no. Well, I don't understand podcast. that. You haven't been talking about it for very long. <clears throat> no, I don't know. Like, it was uh, a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely didn't mean that. Um, you know, one thing that I forgot to promote at all uh, is that the You're a day? Father. Yeah, I'm a dad now. <laughs> the day that this uh, episode drops, September sixth, two thousand eighteen, oh, yeah. uh, is the day that the two hundred eight Comedy Festival starts in Boise, Idaho, and I'm performing at that. <gasps> and I probably should have <laughs> said that at all on the show. <laughs> Oh, nice. So if you're in Boise Boise? or in the Boise area, yeah, yeah, my show's on the night of Friday, September 7th at 10, 15 p.m. at Liquid Laughs. And yeah, you should come. Is Liquid Laughs a comedy club? Yes, it is. (laughs) (laughs) So go to it. I, I don't know any comedy clubs. Boise's awesome, man. I like I went there for the first time. I've only been there for one day and did one show. Uh, and it's like, I don't know, man. It's a cool little town. Fucking Youth Lagoon and Built the Spill are from there. Oh, Those really? Two of my favorite bands. Yeah, totally. So I I'm only excited. know Built the Spill. Oh, you don't know Youth Lagoon? I feel like you would love them. Hey, hey man, come on. You don't know Youth Lagoon? What the <laughs> fuck, dude? What the? F- you don't Dave, know shit, man. Dave, All you know is stop, Chicago stop and Green pushing Day. Me. Dave, stop pushing me in the chest. Brain Stew by Chicago is the only song <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> Chicago, the classic punk rock you're the inspiration what's what song is that by chicago the 25 or 6 to 4 oh really the name of the song. I, yeah. I never i know that song i never put it together because you're a fucking pussy <laughs> wow yeah, <laughs> nice, dude. Woo, classic rock, dude. And then you get the horns coming in. <laughs> <laughs> wow, nice, 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 nice. That's good music. That's good music. That's the name of those compilations that came out when we were kids. <laughs> now that's good music. Hey, that's music. Hey, music now. <laughs> this is technically music. Listen to that shit. 
That's the, that was the name of it. Yeah, uh, fucking listeners. I remember when fascism took over music. You listen to this. <laughs> listen to this. This is when Bowie was flirting with fascism, <laughs> yeah. as everyone remembers. Listen to this. It's lightning snails. Well, what's more fascist than a song called <laughs> Dance Now? Now dance. Oh, we're doing this now with David Bowie. You know, we've never done it on the show, but off mic, he's always shitting on David Bowie, and he knows David Bowie's my dad. (laughs) He knows. His dick's a lightning bolt. (laughs) Yeah, his dick's my lightning bolt. Um, Yeah, I'm doing the 208 Comedy Festival in Boise. I also have some random dates coming up. I'm uh, on October 6th. I'm doing a show called Literally the Worst Show Ever in Phoenix, Arizona. Also... um, Near the end, I'm in. Oh wait, literally the worst. Yeah, the, I've heard it's incredible. It's, oh, dude, I've done it. It's awesome. Yeah, those it. guys are really funny too. Yeah, please. I'm also that. in Berkeley, California, for a night near the end of September. The info on that I'm forgetting is it's Ugh, on my website. What a libtard! Can't even remember his date at Berkeley, California. It, okay. <laughs> Come on, Berkeley. <laughs> no, I get it. I, I, Come on. It's on my website, davetotheross.com, the info. Also, I'm doing shit. There's a couple more. I'm doing Fest in Gainesville, and I'm doing the North Texas Comedy Festival in Denton. These are all on my website. What, uh, what are the dates, roughly, for those? Fest is the last weekend in October, and North Texas Comedy Festival is the first weekend in November. Okay, so that's right around the corner. Yeah, uh, dude. Yeah, guys, that would be, yeah, dude. Uh, get on top of that. God, sure. <laughs> <laughs> get on top of that, dude. But also, you're you're kind of planning to record an album soon. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Aristotle just pulled up my website so I could say the info. But you know what? I'm not gonna fucking do it, Aristotle. <laughs> they can go to the website. <laughs> I've been, also, no, sorry. I, I look. I you. I I would. But we've been talking about this Aristotle too long. Aristotle in the chest now too. At Aristacos on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Venmo him an apology. For, yeah, yeah. <laughs> tell him I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Tell him I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, one more thing we got to say before we get you. into the history. Uh, oh shit! Is that it, I love you? You're right. I mean, I, I mean, what's up, bro? <laughs> <laughs> I love you. I mean, I love. I'm I not mean, gay. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're cute. What, I mean, what's up? What's up? What's up? What's your, cool, what's your favorite movie? Do you want to see my butt? What's your favorite Goodfellas? <laughs> my favorite Goodfellas Who's is Casino. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, uh, September is Suicide Prevention Awareness Month. That's right. Yeah. That's what I thought you were going to mention at first. Um, yeah, me too. <laughs> but instead, we just talked about hip hop for 45 fucking minutes. <laughs> if you're going to kill yourself, please don't do it. <laughs> nice, nice. There's a reason we said it. Yeah. yeah. So it was all for that. <laughs> it was all for that. It's true. Um, I don't know what our role is in that. You know, well, yeah, here's se. the thing about Suicide Prevention Awareness Month. Here at Suicide Buddies, it's always Suicide Prevention <laughs> Awareness Month. <laughs> I can't even. That's the best way to phrase it. Truly. I mean, what else are we going to do? Continue saving do. lives? Hey, <laughs> <laughs> that's not right. No, that but, was uh, shitty. But, uh, that was shitty. Yeah, that was real. I, that I was real hip hop of me. We can develop uh, things out of that, but, uh, you know. I think it's good to maybe make a note of it for sure. It's good that society is at least taking some sort of like consideration of the public mental health while closing all sort of mental health facilities. But, you know, at least there's a message out there. And you know, there's walkathons. <laughs> no, I'm. <laughs> 
I'm cynical. Me. I'm, I'm cynical too. Well, and that's the thing. I I I was joking about, about the bravado thing about saving lives, but I did what I did mean that uh, what what I did mean earnestly is that we do constantly talk about suicide awareness, and so. There's, I don't know what to say, and I don't think you know what to say either. Yeah. So all we have to say about Suicide Prevention Awareness Month is it's a good thing. And if it brings more like alertness to the topic to you, <laughs> if there's anything you can think of that would help spread the word more doing, during this month, please do. But if not, you know, keep telling people about the that's show. True. Keep being good to yourself. Keep taking care of yourself and stay alive. You know, I think that's all we can really I, do. I literally was like, oh, my God. September is suicide prevention or awareness month. Is that why the terrorists <laughs> chose Whoa. September to make us all super aware, dude? Oh my god. I mean, come with it now. Am I am I am I blowing Whoa. your mind? Dude. <laughs> you know what I hadn't even <laughs> thought of? <laughs> so, suicide prevention awareness month is September. Okay. Next week uh-huh. is Suicide Prevention Awareness Week. That can't be a coincidence. Hold on. I got one more for you. Shut up. You know what World Suicide Prevention Day is? Shut your dick. September 10th. I'm a rap god. I'm a rap god. I'm Kid Rock. <laughs> Kid Rock the rap god. Hell yeah, dude. Ball with the ball to bang to bang. That was the best rap. Uh, <laughs> it was the best rap because he had a you know a small person as his backup. He remind, yeah, he rhymed yeah. Diggy with Boogie, and I thought that was really, really <laughs> incredible, dude. Um, man, that's so funny. September 10th, huh? Wow, yeah, man. 9-11 Eve is World Suicide <laughs> Prevention Day. <laughs> You know why? We because have to if, write carols because if year. they had prevented that suicide uh-huh. on September 10th, yeah, then I wouldn't be extremely loud and incredibly close. <laughs> <laughs> I would be very soft and far away. <laughs> incredibly soft and far away. It's a dude who can't get an erection and he's miles away. Which is basically what what Sleepless in Seattle is about. Totally. Incredibly soft (laughs) and extremely far away. (laughs) That's what Sleepless in Seattle is about. (laughs) That's the dumbest thing anyone's ever said. On this podcast? No, on any podcast, dude. You just broke a Guinness World Record. And I mean the beer. Have you heard the Rogan experience? <laughs> oh, fair enough. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what the dumbest thing said on our podcast is? Jordan Peterson, you talk. You're an equal. <laughs> you talk. Let's hear well, your Well, Utah. Uh, Hampton, let's get into your shit. We're okay. We'll be right back. Today's episode, Dave, Uh is about (laughs) the former guitarist of Chicago, (laughs) the band (laughs) Terry (laughs) Kath, who killed himself by accident. No way. So, this is an accidents episode, folks. Wow. (laughs) We're doing accidental suicides. I like it. Where you die by your own hand accidentally. And um, this is going to be like uh, how you do attempts, hopefully, <laughs> if this works out. Okay. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, let's take a quick break. We're...
Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Doesn't matter what they say, cause I'm gonna get my way. If I don't wanna go. Ooh. Uh. uh... Do you want to start? Yeah, it seems sure. like you have something. No, no, it's cool. We'll start. I'll start. Okay, I'll start. <laughs> I'll take care of it, Dave. Okay, I'll take care of it. Okay. Yeah, I guess it's up to old Hambledon. Hambledon. Yeah. Is that when you played tennis? <laughs> 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 Uh, man. Roast, ah! roast battle. Roast battle. You don't watch Why are out. I'm so tired. I'm going to get my whistle. Why are we tired? That's a real threat. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm going to fucking blow your fucking <laughs> dick off. <laughs> Take that, principal. Take that, principal, dad cop. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. He'll never give us detention prison again. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I recently was looking up this guy uh, for today's episode, and uh, he died accidentally by his own hand, and it got me like super interested in just like how that happens. You know, not so much an accident, but it's like you're definitely to blame. Sure. <laughs> for your own death. Sure. <laughs> you know. Well, what happened? Well, actually, I don't know. I, the first one uh, that I ever really did he hang himself with his riffs. <laughs> <laughs> that is so disrespectful to the fucking godfather of rocking it. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Billy Joel. Yeah, <laughs> Billy Joel. Billy Joel Osmond. Yeah, hey, piano man, <laughs> shut up. Um, did you ever hear about Mr. Hands growing up? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh yeah. You are, you are Mr. Tr- Hands was you my f- true delight. <laughs> Mr. Hands was my first girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, Dave. You were having sex with hand pussy? Yeah, Back dude. I used to draw hair on my hands. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I'm talking about jerking off. I, ladies and gentlemen, please, <laughs> please welcome to the stage, jerking off. Now, and Mr. it's just Louis. Mr. Hands was an early like. <laughs> Come on. Uh, wait, what'd you say? I said, "Welcome to the stage, jerking off," and it's just Louis. <laughs> it was an irreverent joke about a topical matter. Jerky CK. Jerky CK. Jerky. You know, everybody, everybody <laughs> rapes their. Everybody, no, every person, when they rape their employees, and then 
make it so they can't work in the business anymore. <laughs> it's just, that's what I do. And I I have two daughters. Dude, I know. Daughters, I know. It's like you know. all these people that are like, what did he do? <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's but so, what did he even yeah, do? But then <laughs> then professionally ruin the names of yeah, people who wanted on. to expose him for the fucking perverted shit he was doing. Give me a break. I know, dude. And that said, is so fucking aggravating and disrespectful. What was? Uh, the set he did at the Comedy Cellar. Oh, I didn't. Is there a video? I didn't see it. Did you hear about this? I mean, I heard that he did a set. I thought you yeah, meant no. that there was... There's no video, but oh, people have kind of transcribed large parts of it. Oh, really? And I mean, that's... Oh, yeah, that's right. And he talked about a fucking rape whistle. Dude, dude, joke about a rape whistle, too. Dude, I know. What the fuck? Yeah. Totally missing the point. And also, it's just like, I could go on about it, but I would really recommend actually reading uh, Aparna Nonchurla's... I read it. Uh, ...New York Times... Uh, article. I've read a couple. I read it. <laughs> I've read a couple good articles, but that was really well written, and also kind of I felt was the final word on it. Because if you've read all the other articles, it's a lot of people kind of questioning, you know, like these larger ideas, which are stupid. Which is about you know, like who's giving really people a for- chance and shit like that. Which yeah, yeah. which we talk about on this show, and I it's so. I love I that's the one reason that I'm glad he did that set because it made all of those people say, can't we give people a chance? And then everyone <laughs> who is articulate wrote, Well, yeah, we are. Yeah. And he, he didn't take it. He blew it. <laughs> he blew E C K. He came back after no time at all and did a set about a rape whistle. Like, what the fuck do you think? <laughs> yeah. What do you I think also, atoning even is? Yeah, I think really, like, it, I take umbrage also with, like, people being like, well, it's like he needs to make a living. I'm like, yeah, we all do. He can go drive Lyft. He can go drive Uber. What is this a career we are all, like, owing to somebody? Because I find it actually, like, really offensive that, like, in this career based on likability, somebody who is has a public persona of sexual assault and is trying to pretend like nothing happened. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm just as likable as the comic you saw before me, right. the comic after me. I'm just another fucking dude. And it's just like you're asking all of us to have cultural and amnesia and just go fuck yourself yeah you like you don't get to make that fucking call yeah wow if that's anything, well said if you said you're gonna like atone for shit really atone for atone shit. for it yeah, yeah do anything yeah. do literally anything literally anything anyone help, help those people of the possible things you could do ruined in many ways also give me a break he's gotta work i mean like why, why is he above, like, fucking delivery or some shit? I'm asking, it's like, you know well, what I mean? Well, but like, he, it's just so funny that, like, that's such a ridiculous argument, even more so with him, because he clearly doesn't need money at the current moment. He clearly does not need money right now. He does not have to work. If you were saying that in, like, ten years... Probably, I don't know his five total years. financial situation. I guess you're right. You're right. No, but I hear exactly what you're saying. But I guess there are enough stories of people who somehow have, like, $20 million and it's, like, gone within two sure, years. Sure, you're right. Shit. Like, I just... Lawyers, I don't know. Like, It's the exact same week that the guy from the Cosby show... Yeah. Uh, there was an article about so him bagging groceries, cool. and it's just, like, good for him. Yeah, if that guy is doing it, what yeah. the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. So it's like, why are you just like, no, I get to go sell out concerts again and have an audience and just kind of like wipe this whole thing under the rug, which is what he initially tried to do when he called them liars at first and dodged all the accusations. And then he eventually made an apology letter after it became very clear that he was going to be exposed. Yeah. So, you know, the dogs were at the door. That's when you decided to say your statement about like, I'm going to go 
take some time, going to listen. And, you know, apparently he didn't hear anything. So. Yeah. <clears throat> Fuck him. And it's also like, what is there not a fucking, like, glut of comics? I know. And, like, who could easily do what the fuck is. I mean, like, he's at least inspired a generation of hacks and people who could take his place at this point. <laughs> you know, what the, why do we have hands? <laughs> what do you, what's a hand? <laughs> you know, I'm going to hand this to you and. Hand job. <laughs> I don't know. You know, I force women to look at my dick after I fully disrobed and I <laughs> made them feel like they're about to be raped. But you know, I don't rape them. <laughs> Just, oh, I got to go eat pizza. Oh, all right, all that's day. our show for the well, week. Well, that's basically it. So, Dave, Mr. Hands, don't know. <laughs> Yeah, well, I just know him as Louis C.K. <laughs> oh, dude, you know what? I got some ideas about that guy. Yeah. <laughs> we just loop the same thing. <laughs> Aristotle, eh, I ruined it again. Oh, shit, I'll loop It's us. time for the remix. Uh, he was early, like, internet viral, not viral, like, dark internet viral. Oh, wow, like dying. dark web? It was a guy dying, yeah. And it was a guy who <laughs> built an apparatus so that a horse could fuck him. And it fucked him to death. Whoa. <laughs> Sounds like he should have been called Mr. S. <laughs> Zero empathy. Zero empathy for this man. <laughs> uh, also. <Mr>. <laughs> Who rented the horse today? A guy named Mr. Ass. Is he a Batman villain? Tell you what, man, if, I'm, I don't know how many horses you've been around, but I don't need no apparatus. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they either like you or not. Yeah. You know what my secret is? Have a carrot at my ass. <laughs> yeah, totally. Dangle a carrot That's out of my ass. That's how they made Mr. Ed talk. They put a carrot in the trainer's in, ass. The trainer's, totally. And then he ate the guy's ass. No, then he wanted to talk. <laughs> He's been assaulting me, Wilbur. <laughs> <laughs> man, it's funny. I feel like Louis C.K. and Mr. Ed are in the room. Yeah. Oh, now Louis taking his dick out in front of the horse. <laughs> wow, yeah. Well, to be fair, if the horse can do it. <laughs> yeah. It is time. I elect me as your congressman and I will put pants on horses. <laughs> Too long these stallions have been showing off their dongs. <laughs> this is a really crazy podcast, man. <laughs> Yeah? Hello? Who is it? Oh, yeah. You know that sound you've been looking for? <laughs> Barry, it's your cousin. <laughs> you know that now, listen sound? To this. Yeah, I don't know. I was always fascinated with just somebody who, who died by their own and horse. It's kind of like, <laughs> By their own, I don't know, apparatus, your own weird saw. B Y O H, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God damn it. He was playing it. horse. I'm with sorry, his ass. you're right. I showed absolutely no empathy I mean, toward him. He's like a sex pervert, but I mean, like, I mean, because. I don't know, man. I, if you want a horse to fuck you, it's fine. I think at the. No, no. I think, <laughs> I think at the <laughs> end of the day, we can at least stand by don't fuck animals. Right? Sure. Like, if you're listening to this podcast right now and you're, like, coming on a turtle, stop it. Mm-hmm. You know? If you're listening to this podcast right now, you know, you're squeezing the tits on a bat, stop it. 
You know, just stop <laughs> it. Uh, you know, if you're at home and you know you're you're kind of <laughs> rubbing yourself with oil in front of your cat, you know, well, how about you knock it off? You know, uh, that's uh-huh. what I'm saying. Uh, Dave, I've got at least an arc's worth of examples here <laughs> to go through. Um, Let's say you're having uh, uh, full, you know, DP sex with your girlfriend in front of an alligator. You know, just knock it off. <laughs> You know what's really fucked up, dude? When I said, <laughs> if you want to get fucked by a horse, that's fine. I, I meant that. <laughs> I truly did. If I, and I'm not saying that like, I'm saying that as like a, wow, I can't believe I said and meant that. Hmm. I guess the reason is because like, in that situation, to me, the horse had consented. <laughs> You're, but like, that's crazy. <laughs> 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 D- Dave, <laughs> nay means nay. Oh no! <laughs> swish, swish, swish. Oh, oh my swish, god! Swish. Don't steal my bit. <laughs> yeah, you know that sound. <laughs> That's the sound. I've That's... made it even better and crisper. Um, so Man, the way that... that guitar is extremely loud and incredibly close to me. <laughs> hey, just like our relationship. Um, Okay, so yeah, that guy accidentally died in a public way God, that's so horrifying Yeah, he was kind of like dropped off at like the hospital Because his friend was like, whoa, this is out of control And like, um, he just left him there and like really quickly like took off, you know So no one could like ask questions too much But then they found the video and everything And it like kind of leaked online because I think some... Some crazy footage, you know, that like police would get would just get leaked at that time. Sure. It was really early internet. Um, yeah. Uh, he died during the sex with the horse? Yeah. Ripped what? his ass oh. to fucking shreds, dude. Wow. Yeah, he died by his ass. He died by ass. Wow, ass death. And there was stuff where they were like, should we like... Um, like imprison his corpse for animal cruelty like should we still find him for charges like after he's dead because it's such a fucked up crime you know right i Um, can't believe i thought and said that thing (laughs) i can't believe it like what was happening in my brain life is a bit of a video game dave and maybe you don't realize just how <laughs> I really my. F- <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. I know you. I know you. Yeah, are. yeah. But I will say, I know where it came from. I I tend to think that whatever you do, as long as it doesn't hurt others and everyone has consented, it's fine. Truly. Oh, of course. Whatever your kink and everything is, I don't care if people do heroin as long as they don't rob their loved ones and shit like that. I don't. You know what I mean? Even missionary. So. <laughs> <laughs> So in that moment, for some reason, I was considering him and the horse two consenting adults. <laughs> and that's where, so weird, where man. Where is Pixar making this film? Yeah. Neither one prepared. Yeah. Beauty and the horsey fucks <laughs> and fucks him. They're making the third Monsters, Inc. movie, and it's about this. It's called Monster's Bed. <laughs> Monster sex. <laughs> so... Um, well, that was just kind of intro into I'm always just fascinated with people who dive like it's like you kind of are like, I guess what you would call these accidents episodes is kind of like a bloopers episode. Oh, my God. <laughs> I swear to God, dude. I'm also fascinated with bloopers episodes. I love bloopers, dude. I love good bloopers. And I just when you hear this back in the day, those stories, bloopers VHSs, it was like it was 
It was our YouTube. <laughs> oh, man. I guess it was. That's it was. so lame. You would like buy that in America's Funny Some Videos, which is the same totally. sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. It's so crazy that that's still a show now that YouTube is real. It's because I think it is something that fascinates us of just like relatable, like falling down kind of humor. Yeah, but you can find all that on YouTube. Yeah, now for sure. Right. But it's, just, but it's still a show, but is what I'm saying. But there's more people, so now there's more content. Like, there's just so many videos of this shit coming out. You'd be, like, amazed. No, I've seen the show. <laughs> no, you'd be amazed. I just think it's crazy that all the people that watch it don't think, why don't I just go to YouTube? I just think that's so weird. I just It just blows my fucking mind. Well, um, dude, I worked, like, six seasons on a show that just made YouTube the show. I guess that's uh, true. Ridiculousness. Like, I, I know exactly what you mean, but I think, again, there's... There's like videos we didn't even get. It's like, say our show was a lot of um, evergreen stuff that we could license and could be played for forever. But then there's videos that like world star hip hop gets that are just too violent for us. Right. And then there's videos that use like music content that we can't, we couldn't license. So you're lobbying right now at me for America's Funniest Some Videos to continue being a TV show. Yeah, why not? All right. No, I'm just making sure. Dave, Really? That's your political stance? You want to get rid of it? I just I just think it's interesting it's that it's America's. important to you. <laughs> that, that Make America's show. Funniest Home Videos better. My Funny three favorite again. shows, um, AFV, Cops. Well, when my mom's <laughs> and, in town, we like to watch it. I think it's... <laughs> no, I'm telling you, like, I think there should be d- dumb this shows. This is blowing my mind. You should have dumb shows. Dude, sure. Wheel of Fortune's dumb. Jeopardy's dumb. Uh-huh. Those are bad shows. They're just stupid. Yeah, but you can't get those on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> you are right, and that's what's frustrating, <laughs> is how fucking right you are. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> but I don't Let's know talk about say. this motherfucker from the band Boston. <laughs> you son of a bitch. It's more than a feeling, Dave. The guy from Alabama. Let's talk about him. Let's talk about the guy from the band Duluth. <laughs> What? Well, the thing. Oh, I know. I was just messing around with it. I don't want to be loud anymore. I'm not into loud rock anymore. Terry Kath is basically this incredible guitarist. Like, truly could be in the top 10 of all time. Uh, and he's the f- he's definitely the- my favorite member of Green Day. <laughs> he's one of the founding me- members of Chicago and Green Day. Nice. Uh, Sum 41 and Blink-182. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it not funny when I do it? <laughs> when, wait, when you do what? Um, I was also when laughing. I, when I tribute Pink Panther. What a crazy way to react. <laughs> I was, I'm joking. I was literally oh, yeah. laughing. Oh, fuck you, Dave. Well, I got to like really listen to this guy. I went to Chicago and I just kept listening to the Chicago's music to just like some of it I was using to promote like uh, promos Chicago's for the show. a city. <laughs> It's a great city, full of really, really good smart album people. recordings. <laughs> great album, it's great. Um, but I guess like it makes sense that they even call themselves Chicago because the idea was basically they're like we're the best musicians in Chicago right now. Wow, we're just really like the horn section mixed in with like you know R and B rock. Uh, let's all just kind of fuse it together, and it's That's like why I call myself Los Angeles. <laughs> I don't know, like, their early stuff, like, they became a real, like, yacht rock kind of band eventually. Yeah. Like, before they petered out and just became Peter Cetera's music, which is very, like... That's really It's like an angel out. singing. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but their early stuff was, like, just kind of, like, 
almost jam music, and uh, it would be like seven, ten-minute-long songs. It was like the Mars Volta. Right. I knew this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, it was really good. I mean, like, um, so this guy, uh, Terry Kath, grew up, um, like, learning music as a kid. Like, his family had a cabin, and, like, there was a million musical instruments. And, like, he learned all of them. Oh, wow. He was just, like, a complete savant at, uh, at music. But uh, did I mention how he... Um, killed himself? Yeah. killed himself? Oh, no. Oh, okay. So these are Wait, his. No. Uh, he, these are his final words. <laughs> he goes. <laughs> <laughs> it's a trucker. <laughs> Buy a Ford. Buy a Chevrolet. Do it, pussy. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great Green Day song. <laughs> his last words were, "What do you think I'm gonna do? Blow my brains out?" These were allegedly Terry Cass' final words before he accidentally put a bullet in his head in 1978. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. So he's this incredible guitarist. Um, and that's kind of really how the band even becomes like at all a thing. Like they kind of want to just sign him at first because he's like a virtuoso. And to really like explain on the level this dude was like admired, like Jimi Hendrix. Uh, famously said all the time he's like that that dude terry is better than me i love him that dude's incredible like wow and then after he saw him uh like at one night they were kind of just covering Jimi hendrix stuff and Jimi hendrix was just like you guys are fucking motherfuckers you're so good you're the best and he just took them on tour and that like started they're getting, them getting out of Chicago. No shit. And becoming like worldwide was just Jimi Hendrix being like, I can't deny how great you are. Wow. Especially Terry because he's like, it's an incredible band. It's a really like insane ensemble piece. Um, there's so many players. And that's kind of why they never left the Chicago area at first. Right. It was hard to tour. At first it was just like they're high school bands and they're kind of merging. They're all forming in different ways. And then eventually they get together and they had a different name, which I think was called like the next thing or the next big thing, huh. which was like it's a terrible, a terrible name. name. But yeah. then they uh, that's why were I don't call playing, myself that. And then yeah, like uh, they decided eventually on the Chicago Transit Authority, which then became Chicago. Oh wow! So their first album is the Chicago Transit Authority, and like you can listen to the tracks by this guy, and you really get what like people are talking about with him because mm-hmm. it's like the first track is live it's the first take and it's this insane composition and like i don't know like some of his tracks would actually get played on like classical stations whoa they were like these compositions are just insane wow so they kind of started to blow up pretty quick because it That's was also cool. like yeah popular music at the time when did they start oh um chicago as a band um as a city <laughs> uh, well, they uh, started really becoming Chicago in mid 1969. So ah. here we landed on the moon, dude. <laughs> dude, a lot of good things about dude, that. Can year. you imagine a Chicago on the moon? Dude, that'd be crazy, man. Those hot dogs would no be insane. ketchup <laughs> no on the pressure. whole moon. Uh, I've said it before and I'll say it again. Everyone on the moon is a Cubs fan. <laughs> I never really got into this kind of music until like recently. Rock? Um, well, like this kind of rock. Like this all Dad feels rock? like, 
Well, what happened, it feels like, was like the Beatles and the Rolling Stones, and then there was like just a British wave, and that was what defined rock and roll, mm-hmm. which was basically just taking American blues and making it faster. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> so it's this weird back and forth. And then I think this was the swing back where bands in like the Midwest were like, we're good. Like, we like just doing it here. And oftentimes they wouldn't even want to leave. Huh. Yeah, that became kind of a problem with this guy's life. He's like, I don't want to go live in L.A. and shit, but like the yeah. band's just getting more and more successful. Like their first release actually does really well, and they just kind of keep going from there. And then like, there's like top forty songs all the time. They're in the top forty, basically. They okay. keep making songs that get in the top forty. And uh, Terry's feelings on that is more like, I want to just jam. Like, that is who... He's really, like, a Hendrix-level thing. So they would do, like, 20-minute-long songs and shit. Like, he... It was, like, undeniable what, you know, what he was good at. Wow. And so him and Peter Cetera would kind of have, like, back-and-forths about this. And the way Terry sings is very, like... He sounds like Ray Charles. He sounds like Joe Cocker. It's just, like, a very, like, guttural voice. Okay. And Peter Cetera is, like, this... <laughs> and he's like blue chicago <laughs> like you know that's like his style but they have like beautiful vocal arrangements they're all and that's why they're so successful but then i think it becomes this thing of like peter satara is like we got to play the hits during the thing we can't just play whatever we want and whatever's new like the audience is getting bummed out so terry is then like i, I want to work on like a solo project and he's still pretty young but, like, this whole time he's had, like, a ranch out in, like, Colorado where he just, like, drives motorcycles, like, mm-hmm. you know, drinks you know, beer and smokes cigarettes and fires guns. And, like, when he was on the ranch, he just always carried, like, a thirty eight, okay, on his side, you know? He was just <laughs> like, this is rock and roll, man. <laughs> wow, okay. Yeah, that Denver life. Okay. Like Colorado. I mean, really, like, it feels like a lot of people moved out to Colorado to live that kind of life. Sure. At that time. So what happened? So what happened is uh, he's getting more and more into drugs, uh-huh. which I've watched, like, a documentary, and I watched, like, uh, or I read a couple interviews, and, like, the big consensus is just, like, everyone was doing as many drugs as him. I found this was also true in the Tom Petty documentary. This uh-huh. happens with bands where like they have an intervention on the guy and then he's like, "You do so many so much more than me." <laughs> yeah. And then they're like, "Yeah, but we have it under control and you're like a mess." Oh, uh, wow, yeah. So they kind of like confronted him, but I think he was still like undeniably the bigger part of the band. Right, okay. Like he made the arrangements. He was also like truly magnetic to watch. And was like, how are you going to replace him sort of thing, you know? Right. Uh, Especially like when just his sheer talent is what kind of started the band moving forward. Uh, So he's hanging out more and more with his drug dealer friend. And uh, he's hanging out less and less with his family. He cuts out kind of his family for a while to just go fuck off and like work on music. And the night he killed himself was here's where it's a little like a lot of people get really defensive about it um, that just to imply that he even killed himself is one that he said that before he killed himself, just like this mocking kind of what you think I'm going to really like. Yeah. And they, he had uh, unloaded the gun at the time, right? But there was still one in the chamber. Right. And they took back the empty clip and he put it back in, but he didn't know one was in the chamber. Oh my God. And so 
Uh, there's so what was what was happening? He was just drunk with friends and like waving a gun around. Here's the thing where it's like I can see people seeing this as a suicide. It's like he was like having a lot of trouble with adjusting to how the band was growing. He wanted to do the solo project, but it seems still kind of in its infancy. So I could see having a lot of doubt to that, and also like. I mean, he probably did know what he was doing with guns and like, I don't think like one, you know, like I think one in the chamber really is like an accident. And plus everyone was like super shocked. It really seemed like a shocked moment. Yeah. There were people around at the time. Um, so uh, that kind of leads me, you know, leads everyone to believe you. Know, it's it just an, an accident. accident. Yeah. But it seems so crazy to just be like to prove his thing was. Everyone was like, he put a gun up to his head, it clicked dry, and then I think he put this gun up, and they were like, what are you doing? And he was like, it's empty. Like, yeah. he was making a joke, right. and he was like always just like a really wild guy of just like I see. doing pranks, doing like funny little things. So he was like trying to get laughs out of people or try to scare people or whatever by being like, ooh, <laughs> yeah. you can't handle me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so like, you know, he died, and then Chicago became this completely like light rock wow. band. But I Well, mean, it like, makes sense. He's just, this <laughs> ins- they didn't kick him out by any means, but they were just like... They didn't kick him out after he died? <laughs> <laughs> You're back in the band. <laughs> they always leave space in a live show for a solo, and it's just silence. <laughs> it's just a casket, and everyone's like, oh, he was great, wasn't he? <laughs> Man, that's so insane. I always... Never joke around about, like, like a lot of people wrote it as a game of Russian roulette that went wrong. Oh, well, which, Which go, ones go right? Yeah, that, I, I was like, I think he didn't know how to say he put a gun up to his head, clicking it, dr- thinking he was clicking it dry. And he yeah, just, how could that he, ever go wrong? <laughs> I mean, so you know, yeah, it's he definitely what the, what people say is like he was obviously probably drunk and like high, and it was the early hours of the morning, and he's yeah. fucking around with guns, but it wasn't suicide. They were like, he was just an idiot. At that time, he was only 31. Whoa. Yeah, he was really young. So, I mean, like, you can imagine making some dumb, still dumb decisions. I make them every day. (laughs) Right. Wow, man. Yeah, I mean, I don't know about you, but I've definitely hung out with people that are like that in my Mm -hmm. life. I've never hung out with people who are like that and have a gun. But people that are like, they get real fucked up and they like start playing around with knives or breaking things or whatever. <laughs> and like, I've been thinking so much about becoming a knife guy. Oh, man, please don't. Dude, um, I want a butterfly knife again so bad. I would hate it. I would really I hate would it. I would totally f- be flipping it around all the time. I know. The pod. I would hate it. Well, yeah. you'd also respect me. Nope. You'd respect me. I would as, definitely quit the podcast. You'd respect I'll me tell as the leader of your dojo. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I mean, there's just a certain type of person that like wants to impress all the people they're around by going crazy mm-hmm. and they're like, and the way they do it, at least when I've been around it is always like, you fucking, you guys are a bunch of pussies. You would never do this. Oh, you scared. Oh, you're scared. <laughs> and then something goes wrong and it's just like, <laughs> don't. So just, yeah, I mean, be safe, yeah. right? Just he was be a very, safe. He was a very sweet guy. It seemed like, um, you know, he was just extremely creative and, uh, I don't know. It was probably meant for bigger and better things and probably do, you know, in history would have gotten his, you know, reward for being like, you know, so inventive. Really talented. And yeah, for being so talented. Wow. 
Well, <laughs> that's an accidents episode. That's so insane to kill yourself on accident. Yeah, it's interesting. How do you talk about that <laughs> on a suicide podcast? Oh, I don't think it needs to be like a mental health thing it's per not, se. Other yeah. than, you know, well, definitely don't be like completely fucked up on drugs and be fucking around with guns. Yeah. Like, that's, a, that's kind of a no-brainer. Wait, why? Well, because, Dave, you're going to get on one of our bloopers episodes, mm-hmm. yeah, and you might get a little egg on your face and a little bullet in your brain <laughs> if you keep fucking up. <laughs> you might get a horse penis up your ass. <laughs> See, that's what I've always wanted to do, is take these videos of people dying and be like, well, it looks like this guy uh-huh. found out there was some hay up his ass. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you know, this is how Richard Gere died. <laughs> How, how sad is it? Richard Gere has done nothing wrong. I know nothing. And everyone's like, he probably fucks animals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> probably murders how rodents with his anus. How did that even start, that rumor? I know they talked about know. it once on um, on last week tonight, but I don't remember what they said. Um, I'll tell you what's a real uh, uh, tell me. sex fetish I've heard. Tell me. Is a Clive Barker. Putting guy, a Clive Barker book in your butt? Clive Barker. <laughs> one of his books, his horror books. Oh, I'm thinking of Clive... Custler? <laughs> Who's Clive Barker? Uh, Clive Barker made the movie Hellraiser. Oh, right. That's right. Uh, he apparently Putting used to DVDs rent out butt? the back oh. room of the Meltdown and like lay down all these plastic tarps and just have blood orgies. Whoa, what does that mean? You just like lay blood down and a bunch of like people are having sex. Like real blood? Yeah, like real human blood. Or fa- or animal blood. Where I don't do you know. Get, but it was blood. Where do you get human blood? You're, from your it s- might not be human blood. I mean, it's probably pig blood or something that's successful. Well, I don't think that you should start saying something if you don't know everything about it. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> I do now realize that that does leave me liable for slander. Uh, yeah. <laughs> In which case, I'll say, I was kidding. There we go. I mean, when that's are we going to get give out of people a second chance? <laughs> <laughs> Clivey, Clivey, Clivey. Uh, yeah. Clivey Bar CK. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I, I, everybody has a blood orgy in the back of a comic book shop. <laughs> everybody likes to put their dick in pig's blood. <laughs> and, then, and then your friend's mouth. <laughs> Clivey, Clivey, Clivey CK. <laughs> Man, I love Clive Owen, I too. Clive Owen. <laughs> uh, yeah. I think we've done enough time. I'm ready to promote the Patreon, guys. <laughs> I you, think we've done enough time. If you want to check out... That's uh, hilarious. If you want to check out uh, the Patreon episode this week, is it the um, Terminator episode? No, that was last week, bro. Really? We don't have an episode coming out this week. Oh, shit. Week. I didn't know that went out already. But, oh yeah, dude, it went out. Woo! <laughs> Um, <laughs> Guys, subscribe to the Patreon. Just check out shit from last week. Yeah, totally. We uh, we always talk about we generally list we read listener emails or we talk about suicides in media. The last episode uh, that came out is last week's, and we talk about Terminator Two. And I think the one before that we read listener emails. If you want to email us um, suggestions for suicides in history or to just like share anything with us, your feelings on the show, how you feel in your life. Experiences with suicidal thoughts and stuff, you can email us buddies, buddies, buddies at gmail.com. Yeah, it's all really helpful. I mean, yeah. I really had a great time uh, talking to uh, fans in Chicago. And, and I, I yeah, to, it's like, the best you know, part of touring. People. Congrats again, man. <laughs> Thanks, dude. Yeah, and come to the fucking 208 Comedy Festival if you're in Boise. <laughs> boy, yeah, Boise. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, take care, guys. 
Bye. Oh my God, what a great episode. But you know, are you still dealing with the dark thoughts? Well, Dave and I would prefer it if you actually dealt with it. Uh, We're not medical professionals, but we would like it if you're actually dealing with these depressive, dark, swirling thoughts that you maybe call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. Uh, They're at 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-TALK. And they're great people. They have the resources to help uh, you deal with your current situation. And Dave and I, we're happy that you're with us. Thanks. can only handle so much fear. They have a breaking point when adrenaline takes over and they're not just afraid, they're petrified. (coughs) Halloween Haunt at King's Dominion will push you to the limits of fear. Come select nights through October 28th for night rides, demented creatures and terror you've never felt before. Fear is waiting for you. Save up to $30 on tickets at kingsdominion.com.